Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Board Chitless Chitheads. I'm Lucky, and this week I'm joined by Daz, Sam, and Tristan. And this week we've been playing V Commandos. V Commandos, like V for victory, not V Commandos. I've got my, I've got a terrible accent. <laughs> it's not five Commandos either in Roman numerals. No, there was four of us. So V Commandos is a, like a military simulator based in World War II. You play a load of men on a mission in Europe trying to make life really difficult for a load of uh, Nazi soldiers. It's for one to four players and plays in about 30 to 120 minutes, which 30 minutes seems a bit on the short side. There's some short missions. Yeah, maybe it's, that's how quickly you get killed. Um, <laughs> first time round. Our first mission was less than 30 minutes. <laughs> Well, like three minutes, really. There is, there is one, like an introduction mission. It's only like 30 minutes. And it does play really quickly. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. We did, we did two maps, so that's like at least double the length of time. Yeah. And it was, it was good. Well, I, I had fun with it, at least. I really like the art style. It's got a nice, like, pulpy graphic style to it. It looks a bit like a part graphic novel, part graphic novel. It reminds me a little bit of the uh, legendary counters art. Just, just a little bit. Yeah. No, so nice. no, <laughs> it's way better and it's consistent. The legendary encounters art is all over the place. Some of it's amazing, some of it's awful, and all the whole gamut. Of it between. reminds me of the amazing bits in uh, <laughs> half half of the Predator cars do look a bit boss eyed. <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's really good. It's really consistent and it's very comic book style, as you say. Yeah. Um, and also, it's sitting on loads of cool black and white art that you never really see in the game. So, on the back of every mission card, when you complete the mission, you flip it over. And there's a cool, like, an exploding battleship or um, a destroyed airbase and that kind of thing. Um, and there's, like, 50 images in there, which you almost never notice yeah. unless you specifically held it up and, but, and showed everybody. There's a lot of like, like newspaper headlines, don't they, as well? It's just yeah. quite evocative. Yeah. What did you think of the whole um, graphic design art style? That's... As a graphic designer. As a gra- <laughs> um, or artist, as some people. I just do uh, type text and move shapes around. But the artist has done a, a great job on it, yeah. there's um, So some of the, well, all the tiles, they're quite, even the, the small tiles are uh, quite large. <laughs> and you do get to see a lot of artwork on those. And then the, the big, bigger, expansive tiles, uh, there's quite a lot of detail to them as well. So, um, yeah, they've... Um, they, they, they could have easily made the sort of initial tile. They could have made them all the same size, really, the way the game plays, but it looks like they've spread it out and, yeah, made it really nice and shiny. Yeah. yeah. There's a basic simple mechanic as well that goes with that that's the bigger t- bigger the tile, the harder it is to hide, like the easier it is you'll get spotted sort of thing. Um, yeah. So the whole point of the game is you have a variety of missions that you have to go on um, and... You, you thread your way through a series of tiles to get to the objectives and blow them up or escort them out or um, unlock them or whatever it is you've got to do for that particular objective. Um, and the whole time the Nazis are out searching for you and this is my absolute catnip, I love this stuff. It could easily be a plastic miniatures dungeon crawler because you've got like one to four player cooperative, you know, moving around tiles and stuff. Yeah. But it's all done with tokens, like poker chip style tokens that aren't like heavy poker chips, they're cardboard but they're like circular shapes with uh, flag patterns on them and stuff. Um, but I think they really get the job done. It's like a lot yeah. of information just easily pared down into each 
baddie has a, a couple yeah. of boxes and that's Re- how many really, guns he fires at Really you. nice bit of um, design in terms of like, icons. So the amount, how dangerous a soldier is can be assessed by how many dice he rolls against you, which is just basically a little square at the bottom. So it's one squares, two squares or three squares. And you can just tell really easily which ones you need to be, you know, shooting first, really. Um, there's like a nice little sledgehammer icon that tells you that they can just smash doors open when you try and sabotage them by crowbarring doors shut. Not sure how that's meant to work, though, because I always imagine you crowbar doors open. Put a crowbar, crowbar between the handles of the door. Yeah, but have you seen a cr- how big a crowbar actually is? It's less than the width of a door. No, it's like the two handles. These are bigger crowbars. Yeah. Maybe it's going off the assumption that all old-fashioned doors had a big loop in them. <laughs> These are eagle bars. They're much bigger. Does <laughs> it work with the wooden doors? <laughs> so um, we, had, we had an interesting experience tonight in that the first game, no stealth was used. And um, we sort of charged into the map, set off all the alarms, and all got murderized very quickly. Yeah. Um, and then we reset the, the level and went again. And decided to use stealth and cunning, and it was only slightly less of a slaughter that time <laughs> round. The um, this the stealth mechanic's brilliant. It's so easy to maintain stealth. It's not like Dungeons and Dragons where it's like it's unheard of ability that one person will give a TG every once in a blue moon, and then you've got to keep rolling really high numbers in order to keep it. You just have to make sure you go into the right tile in the right conditions, and then that's it. You're in stealth, and then occasionally so, someone will walk in on you. And then you have to roll a dice and it's just a one or a two that'll get you uncovered. And the dice are designed well again. So they've got a little eyeball on them to really show that you've been discovered or not. Yeah. So it's good. It's good. It's nice. And it's so easy to kill people when you they don't know it's coming. Yeah. If you're in stealth, it's a free kill. You yeah. can just take dudes out. And it's, so it gives you that feeling of empowerment. Like you really are these cool commandos behind enemy lines and wreaking havoc like the actual commandos did in, in the Second yeah. World War. And each of the missions has a story based on like the real missions and that. Um, it does start to feel like a sort of boy's own adventure when you're shooting dudes left, right and centre and wiping out maps and firing Panzerfausts and, and <laughs> taking out 16 dudes in one go. Yeah, my uh, my initial character, the Butcher, he just had like a set of... That's one of the expansion characters, probably oh, point that out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So he just had a, a set of knuckle dusters with knives attached to them and about six grenades and an RPG. <laughs> he did pretty well. He was ready to explode things. Where was his meat cleaver as well? He hid it down his trousers. <laughs> Explained his funny walk. Uh, but he, all he did was walk into a room, let off an RPG and then get blown up by um, an enemy. He didn't last very long. Your character came out of a hatch, didn't he, Sam? <laughs> yeah. Literally came out of a hatch, waited a turn to save an action point. Then everything moved on to me and killed me. <laughs> it was very much a slaughter that first mission. Yeah. I think I was even in stealth at the time. It just didn't go well. You played this before as well, Sam. I have, yeah. Yeah. It's, um I genuinely think this second time playing it was more fun. Right. because um, we, we chatted about the first time I played it and I was too busy comparing it to other things to fully immerse myself. Whereas I've just lost that now and now I know what I was getting myself in for. So I found it a lot more fun taking it yeah. for what, exactly what it was. I wasn't trying to make a comparison with a video game from the 90s. Same day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Called Commandos. Um, and I, I, was, I was drawing up a lot of parallels thinking it was like the same thing and it wasn't, it's not at all um, other than in name. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot more this time as a result. And I think the four players changed the dynamics a bit because when we played it two player, it felt like you could... St- that sneak a lot more 
Whereas it was just alarms going off quite a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is it is a rather silly game, but that's like the fun behind <laughs> it, really. Because you, you look at the box and you think, oh, you know, it's like, you know, it's World War II, it's a bit historical. You're going to be like serious commando people. But then when you actually get playing, it's a lot more pulpier than that. You know, it feels a bit more like a Indiana Jones movie. You know, it's like alarms going off everywhere and everyone running out to shoot. You're just getting mown down or you're falling off the roof and, you know, getting killed. Somebody mentioned Flashpoint. Yeah, yeah. Well, the mechanics work really smoothly, don't they? Everyone gets just like a bunch of AP and you go crazy with it. And it felt like... You Flashpoint. can even save an AP like in Flashpoint. Yeah. You? Like save it for the next turn. So. And it just it just felt like you're completely empowered to do what you can. It's, it's limited because you can only really move around and shoot people. But at the same time, you're allowed to do that under what circumstances. There's only like a locked door that will ever really stop you or like, you know, a handful of soldiers. So it was nice to just kind of think, oh, I want to do this. So you just go out and do it or you get shot trying. And the nice. Nazis drop loot. They do, left, so right and centre. So usually you get, uniforms. <laughs> you get, well, yeah, usually spotted tokens, which means as soon as you <laughs> oh, yeah. shoot them, somebody spots you. But um, yeah, you get, as you say, German uniforms, which you can put on and there's a little token to swap your dude out so that you're now wearing a uniform, which means you're in permanent sort of stealth mode. Um, and you can get, like extra guns and uh, gas canisters that can like make visibility low and stuff like yeah. that. And at the start of every turn, before anybody does anything, you draw an event card and the event tells you what's going to happen that turn. And it could be uh, a tank driving through the area and firing a shot at one of the buildings that you're in. Um, but it also clues you in as to which direction all the baddies are going to move in. So you kind of get a chance to sort of plan around that and hopefully duck out of their way as they go about their duties. So it gives you this overarching... Uh, turn-based tactic sort of strategy to respond to uh, whilst you're trying to sort of steadily work your way through to your objectives as well, yeah. which in our case was find the dynamite, blow the stuff. Yeah, we were um, basically, it was like, you know, the Bismarck, wasn't it? So there's a very, a battleship in dock and we had to blow it up whilst it was there and then escape the harbour. And then blow more stuff up. And then blow up more stuff and then escape. <laughs> and then it only took the lives of about 12 heroic commandos <laughs> to pull it off. But it was it was fun. The downside to the game, though, with the people was there wasn't like a battleship tile. So yes. there was just like a, a blank space. and a, it's like A gap. Yeah, there's the gap, there's the battleship. And because the rest of the tiles are quite generic, they don't really scream harbour or docks yeah so you just forgot they were there and it felt like we were you know storming a french chateau or something i think it was just docked in a very large pond in the middle of a field in a, surrounded by a quaint little french yeah. village yeah I, I lost the theme a little bit uh, uh, as we were going through it but then yeah. um, i think i yeah, think i kept so the theme but lost over. The theme of the mission. Sorry, yeah, that's yeah. the theme of the mission. <laughs> yeah. the, the mission. The mission cards and the location sort of cards that set up the flavor of the mission are very generic in order to keep that whole replayability of you just shuffle up this deck, pull two out at random, and then see what you're doing that day. Um, so the game suffers from that point of view, but at the same time, like the meat of the game, the bare bones of it is like your commandos, you're going to just try and satisfy a few objectives. And it does that very well. So, you, you know, it's... It's quite it's it's a deceptively simple game. The game looks a lot more complicated on the box than it actually is. We learnt it very quickly. I don't I think we were actually struggling to remember what we should be doing after like two or three turns. Well no. you and you and Daz hadn't played before, had you? So No, no. To to get in that quickly. At least we had some experience, if not lots. Yeah, there's a, there's a quite a few sort of ex rules exceptions and things like that that are, are 
kind of tricky to take in. But once you crack the stealth mode and the fact that basically whenever you move onto a small tile, you go into stealth. If you move into a medium tile, you have to pay an extra action if you want to remain in stealth. And if you go into a big tile, you come out of stealth. And then all the other stuff that you can get breaks those rules, like if you put on a uniform or if you use gas canisters and things like that. But fundamentally, yeah, once you've grokked the system, it's quite a big rule book, but once you've, once you've got it down, it is, it is really simple to explain. And because you guys have played games before, it was literally like, here's a list of actions you can do. They all cost one each. Uh, and here's some free actions you can do. And that was it. We were away, weren't we? Yeah. Just um, We didn't really reference it after that. I think there was a couple of things, like a couple of um, special abilities or whatever that I had to look up. Um, but once we set up and got going, it's you're away. And like you say, it's very um, deceptively simple. It's kind of a cartoony sort of take on... Um, uh, like the men behind enemy lines thing, which is the stuff that I love. It's like if you compare it to Warfighter, Warfighter's I think a lot more. Warfighter is kind of still lightish. It's not like a super heavy war game, but it feels more serious than this. Whereas yeah. this is very much like you know just um, nipping around, like wiping huge sort of platoons of Nazis out, uh, and then if you muck up, everybody gets spotted and, and murdered in in short order. Like, every time any of us did get spotted, it wasn't by one guy. It was by, like, eight dudes <laughs> with machine guns, so there was no chance of, of survival. But um, it meant the stakes were high. And then if you do complete a terrain, like, you have... We, we only played two terrains, which is a short mission. You can get some that go as far as five terrains. Um, and between terrains, you can refresh your team. So if you do get taken out you can come back into the game in the next terrain, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, except on the final tile, that's like, you know, all or nothing sort of thing. Because uh, I think a few a, a few of us lost dudes between the terrains on this one. Three out of four of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I liked it. It, it was that. That was the sole yeah, survivor. <laughs> literally <laughs> snuck out and left the rest of us to our... Heroic in the same <laughs> breath. In I your think. German uniform. <laughs> that's it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I never came back. Affected, um, yeah. Uh, no, I think we all only two of us not having played it before. I think we all clicked pretty quickly. I think it was probably in our interest to get totaled in quickly in that first round because it <laughs> quickly taught us about the, the how important the stealth element was and how quickly it moves as well. Um, because like you said, it, it was a bit deceptive. I, I, I like talking about the tiles before being quite large that's just like you were saying more it's more of a visual um it you know it takes this much to kill someone here rather than this tile's big and it'll take you a while to move around it you literally just jump onto it um so it's more yeah uh le well less complicated than i thought but still you know nice and strategic um and you you do you feel like you can plan quite far ahead but we we I wouldn't say we rushed into it, but we, you know, we did have a sort of vague sort of idea at the start of each round what we were going to do. Um, but you can't plan that far ahead because of the, uh, sorry, the, is it the event cards yeah. That, that, yeah. that come in? Um, so they, yeah, I think they're quite necessary. Uh, otherwise, it could could be too easy. Yeah, I do easy. like. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a sort of pre-planned kind of thing. Yeah. I, I do like that planning stage though, where you're like, okay, you go in here and open that door for me, and then I'll run in and chuck the grenade, and then like it can you know give us covering fire and yeah. stuff. And you've got that very sort of uh, cooperative gameplay. You, you can't really just run off and do your own thing because you will get murdered. And so it was kind of telling tonight. Like the first attempt at it, all of us got wiped out. In the second attempt, all of us but Daz got wiped out. And then in the third to like final terrain. 
we all went in, we stealthed it the whole way, we completed the objectives and we snuck out and survived. And it was like that, all, almost like a really, like a steady yeah, yeah. learning curve, you know, to make our way out of it. I'd like to have had the chance to play like a two or, or three hour uh, map where the, they're the really involved ones yeah. and you get more um, invested in your characters because between terrains you get to keep all your stuff. So if you're in a German uniform and you, you go out the hatch of one terrain, you'll come back into the next one you know, potentially with a German uniform, with an extra machine gun, with an extra action saved up, you know, with no wounds. And you're like, yeah, this guy's actually kicking butt now, you know. But if they do get taken out, you can just grab another commando out of the bag. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying about being invested in the characters, that's one thing that I I really did feel. Like, every character felt somewhat different. So, like, not too much, but, like, Lecky had the... I I was a medic, so I was running around with... um, healing people trying to heal people bring them back from the brink like he had the sniper so he was climbing up onto the rooftops taking Just people out camping out there yeah yeah um so everyone felt slightly different they had all slightly different abilities but every character when you get when you pick your character has two sides as well and they have different abilities so you might choose one with a stealthy gun so you can sneak around a bit more but it, their abilities aren't as good so for example my medic had a stealthy gun but his ability was uh can potentially save a first aid kit on the roll of a five or six, which I never did. But on the other side, if I'd have taken the gun that makes loads of noise and draws all attention to me, I can use uh, first aid kits for no action points and heal up a lot more easily. But and I couldn't carry as much equipment. Yeah. So it's quite, you're sort of weighing up what you think you're going to need for a mission before you even start. And yeah. so everyone can sort of pick. And it, it's quite good to get a good combination of the two. Like some guys running around with machine guns yeah. and pans of house and then others like with the Beretta and stuff, you know. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> definitely like um, a, you know, the vanilla side for like you know introductory missions and just getting used to the game, and then an advanced side for like you know when you're a bit feeling a bit more hardcore and you want extra challenge from playing that character. Um, I, I think I had the two sort of more exotic characters because the um the special abilities were like really out there. Like so, like the butchers was like you can just pretty much stealth kill even when he's being seen if it's one on one in a square. And the sniper had like loads of crazy funds. It was um, you could pretty much shoot someone outside from anywhere inside. Um, and then on the other side, it was like the Russian gun, so you could shoot the um, backup drivers for like for bringing spawn recruits. Points. Yeah, so you effectively shut down a spawn point for a turn, which is pretty cool. So it's like you know, it's, which side do you use? They both sound cool. So I just rolled a dice <laughs> in the end and <laughs> let fate decide. But I like I like the way that. If you you sort of weighing up your odds, you're looking at the mission yeah. in that whole planning phase beforehand. When you're starting to think about what you want to do, where people are going to go, you sort of think, well, which which character here is going to bring the most benefits right now? Am I going to need to do a lot of healing? Do I need to stealth more? Do we need to take out the yeah. spawn points quicker? Do we need to move around faster? What is it that we think we're going to need to yeah. do? Then, and, and then it all goes wrong anyway. And then after the first after the first <laughs> turn, it all yeah, like you're saying, everyone's changing what the mind of what they're doing because it's. Kind of hopefully. Um, what I do like about the game is that if you withdraw your character, so then you, you go back into stealth, if you move from um, a tile where you're out of stealth and then into a small tile, you'll immediately be in stealth. But you're also out of the way. So if you're um, adjacent to a spawn point, then the troops are going to come in, but then it's the next turn before they maybe stumble upon you. Whereas we notice when you try and hide in the boot of a car or behind a chair and the soldier comes into that room. Put they, a lampshade on your head. Yeah, like there's a, it's only, um, you know, a one or a two that they actually find you. But you roll those ones and twos all the time because especially when the alarm's going off, two people are coming in from the spawn points. The it's only like, time, the only time really you don't roll a one or a two is when they're shooting at you. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fives and sixes <laughs> The alarm's a neat mechanic as well, so that really sort of amps up the tension straight away. Like, if you get spotted, the alarm goes off, and all the spawn points double up. So at yeah. the end of the turn, reinforcements arrive through every spawn point, and with the alarms going, twice as many reinforcements arrive. So you've got one opportunity to shut down that alarm and, you know, make sure that, or make the Germans think it was a false alarm and then, you know, you can carry on stealthing. Yeah. But I don't think we had that opportunity. We are like, by the time the alarm went off, it was all going to hell anyway. And it just sort of escalated the threat and it adds a very sort of natural um, ticking timer, you know, towards the end of the game where if you run out of enemy tokens, you're overwhelmed and you lose. And also logistically navigating through 20 like Nazis is different yeah. from avoiding one or two that are wandering the grounds. Yeah, it's not long before you um, you find yourself in a tile and you're trying to work out, oh, how many people are actually going to shoot at me? How many dice do I need? It's All like, the people. Like, oh, 11, was it? That? 11 was, yeah, that was my biggest one. <laughs> Nearly a you were in a bunker as well, roll. weren't you? So yeah. like, you were hidden in a bunker, which gives you extra protection, but you still couldn't take yeah, <laughs> 11,000 yeah. rounds being fired at your head. A bad move and it will quickly bit me in the ass pretty quickly, that one. But... Um, Sam saved me eventually, so it was all fine in the end. So. I patched up all 11,000 bullet holes. <laughs> there were only small bullets. There's just rags left. <laughs> and I'm a tough man, though, so. a very similar thing for me when um, I was full of six bullet holes. It's a very good medic. It's like putting together one of the heroes after uh, Avengers Infinity Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, how, how are you getting on with this as a sort of like, so as a sort of um, a war-themed game? Would you place this above something like Fireteam Zero or is it better because it's lighter sort of thing? Uh, Fireteam Zero, I think, is a heavier game. Oh, definitely, uh, yeah. It feels heavier. I don't know, actually, yeah. It, it's a different sort of genre as yeah, well. Yeah, and it has more storytelling in Fireteam Zero. You, you're uncovering the plots as you go along and stuff. Um, and it's got miniatures. <laughs> but on but on the face of it, though, they're, they're kind of similar. Oh, no, in Fireteam Zero, you've got your deck, haven't you? If you yeah. You're like deck building your character and stuff. So... Um, I think that has more going on and it's very that's weird war you know that's the yeah. monsters and everything uh, but you could quite easily have an expansion to this where you swap out Nazis for skeletons or deep ones or zombies or you know oh, some yeah, kind yeah. of thing to really throw a spanner in the works in fact I'd love to see that we do have the first expansion all mixed in and shuffled in here which gives extra characters extra events extra tiles extra baddies and stuff um, and we did throw in the Goliath tanks <laughs> which was probably a bad move in, in the first scenario. <laughs> we threw them back out again for the, for the second scenario because um, on one side, they're paratroopers, which are already pretty nasty, like three dice baddies. But um, the Goliath tanks were apparently used by the Germans um, not very effectively in the actual war, but in the game, they were really effective. Like um, if one moves into your room and, you, and you're visible, you're just dead. You just get wiped yeah. out. And that happened to a couple of us. So, yeah. We took those out for an introductory game. It wasn't worth having the deadliest unit in the game, I don't think. Yeah. But it was nice to add that variety, I think. Over yeah, there. and it was nice because it's like a you know explosive mechanic. It was like the whole mission was built around explosives. Yeah. But they were like, explosives are OP. It, it, yeah, it taught a steep lesson people. in stealth. It turns, it turns <laughs> out... Explosives can explode. They're, they're so dangerous. <laughs> like the movies don't, they don't look that dangerous, but they, they really are. Michael Bay never taught us how deadly <laughs> these explosives are. Yeah, just watch out. put signs on the thing. It's just flammable at the very least. It does say tint use it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, brilliant. 
But yeah, this is a. I really love this game. It's. Um, I've, I've soloed it a couple of times to learn the rules and that. I've not massively gone back to it for the solo game, but I do enjoy it um, as multiplayer. And I like as well. I never feel like I've mastered the strategies on it because they're always evolving based on the current layout, the current turn, and yeah. the current event and stuff. So, um, and and with four of us pitching in ideas, it felt like it was a real communal effort yeah. to get through the scenarios. There was no sort of obvious solve you know it's yeah. like if you do this, this this can happen this can help me or whatever it's, it's a good all-round sort of cooperative problem solver really isn't it like you know it took about 10 minutes to set up maybe a bit longer yeah not too long so we've got we've got a nice system for packing it away chuck the insert get hobby box from home bargains um but yeah not too long to set up although there are quite a few different maps and variations for each mission um but it beats the pants off flashpoint for me yeah flashpoint has fires this has nazis to kill yeah, Flashpoint, it's just a lot more dice chucking, isn't it? You've got to roll dice after every turn to work out where the fire is going. You've got to work out if the walls are going to fall down. And then, but... And here you know the walls are going to fall down. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it felt just as intense. Like, when you play Flashpoint, you feel like every turn matters. And at the end of each turn, you feel like you've lost. And, you know, you, you're always kind of like trying to bring yourself back from that precipice of failure. This felt exactly the same, but with only half of the upkeep. And the rest of the upkeep was basically just moving soldiers around. It was like very easy to keep on top of what's actually going to happen at the end of each turn, which was, was quite good, really. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the fact that it had it was quickly well had a quick pace. I, I thought it was going to be a bit more a bit deeper, which isn't always necessarily a good thing. Um, but picked it up really quickly. Enjoyed the cooperative element, um, the variety with the characters that you can play. Um, I played a scout in the first one and then completely different. The next one was uh, like the, the guy with the massive machine gun, but he could he could do stuff with TNT. And I felt the, yeah, the, the special abilities um, made, a, made a big difference um, and were all useful. Uh, yeah. Um, and like you were saying before, it was, it was just quite nice to just um, be able to take out you know a lo- load of enemies sort of not, not easily but the, it, it's easier to take down en- enemies than you than you think um but i don't know if that's because we were playing resident evil last <laughs> week and it took about 600 bullets to take out a crow um but this was ultimately more, <laughs> more satisfying in that respect as much as i loved it okay um yeah and uh, it, yeah in, in in what was it Two games, we, yeah. we we went from um, getting obliterated pretty quickly to almost perfecting the last one. Yeah. Can I say, did we perfect it? Is that a rating? No one died. Oh no, I nearly died. Um, but then got I said your ass. Maybe uh, not. Lots of Nazis died. <laughs> yes, you were the, you were the uh, dynamite guy as well, weren't you? You're the Ye- ones who yes. wiping out all the big objective rooms and stuff. Yeah, um, I because I, there's dynamite sort of littered around the map. Um, when you need to sort of, when the objective is to take out something big, um, but quite my, convenient that isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but my guy, yeah. <laughs> there was decoy uh, non dynamites. My guy started with a dynamite, which was which was good, and he could use it as a free action as well. So um, you know, I he, he, he fitted quite well with the uh, objective on this one. So you mentioned yeah. something else that just reminded me as well that the downtime between turns is like it's low because you're so invested in what everybody else is doing, you know, yeah. because inevitably they're going to either help you as a team or help you directly personally. And so it does feel to me, it feels like it moves along at real pace 
a clip between turns. I didn't really notice a downtime between no. turns no. as a result of that. You were far, far too busy, you know, basically egging on uh, one another player to, <laughs> to sacrifice themselves one. for the good of the team and the one pick, up the, the face. pick up the rocket launcher and destroy that ship while we run out this way, if you can. <laughs> but then everyone gets shot anyway. Um, it's nice. It turns out there is like an MOD manual from World War II on how to kill Nazis. And if you, fo- if you follow that process of hide, wait until you're one and one in a small room, murder them and hope no one sees you. <laughs> um, then, yeah, killing them is quite straightforward. If you run into the middle of an open space screaming and <laughs> blasting a gun, that you're just not going to last very long. It was, it was fun. <laughs> but it was, like, it, was a ba- it was a really basic concept of like, you know, stay, stay undercover, follow that, and you survive. But we just couldn't seem to follow it. It was just... <laughs> Couldn't stay hidden full of the money. Too tempting to fire those bullets. Yeah, definitely. And there's so, but there's so many different guns as well. Like everyone starts off with a weapon, so it's not like you're ill-equipped. But then the um, soldiers are dropping like machine guns, grenades, smoke bombs, and stuff. And the deadies, to, you pick them up for free as long as you're in that location. And then it's like a, you know a turn to actually equip them next round round. So it, it's a lot of fun there. You feel like you're just running along, shooting people, picking up their machine guns, shooting other people getting shot yeah I, I definitely like the start of the mission when you you've got like a sten or a beretta and you can sort of silenced attack from a distance yeah. or you sneak up on someone and if you're shooting you have to roll but if you if you do a close combat attack and you're in stealth mode auto kill so i love that and i love it so, so when it sort of escalates and the alarm goes off and all of a sudden yes you're firing your machine gun yeah. and rolling four dice and just like taking out an entire room full of guys um so i think that's a really sort of good way to pace the game out from this like oh we're sneaking around we're gonna yeah. get this done and then oh no the alarm's gone off the ship's exploded we've got to blow everyone up to get out of here and it's and then it's like the chaos kicks in and um yeah yeah hell breaks loose really good fun would you play it again sam yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> don't you say more <laughs> you don't, you're not obliged <laughs> but that oh is it going Say more. I'll, I'll, I'll say words. Quick, quick. Someone slap his neck. <laughs> it. Take it. Take it. You <laughs> stealth. I, I think. Yeah, I think this is a great game. Um, it's a little bit on the light side, and I think there is the possibility to go a lot heavier with it. But with you know, you could have it so that you got to hide bodies when you kill stuff, and the guys are on patrol, so they follow set routes, and then you've got different directions stuff. But it would become something completely different. Uh, Describe the Metal Gear Solid expansion there. The, <laughs> just throw in a cardboard box as well. Um, I think that that would be amazing, but it would be something completely different. And I, yeah. I really like this. So, uh, light to mid game. It's probably more mid game than it, it'd lose that sort of like um, pulpy boy's own adventure, tongue in cheek feel to it as yeah. well. If you it'd t- lose it, the fun take, element, wouldn't it? It'll take itself far too seriously. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, it is it is that sort of like lightheartedness. It's not lighthearted. I mean, you're killing people and blowing stuff up, but it, it's it metaphorical. Feels, it's fine. Yeah, but it feels you know, like like it's easy to do it, and um, you could get bogged down by like having to roll for like you know equipment checks and stuff. Yeah, because like, that. like you, we obviously mentioned Warfighter before, and you play that and you enjoy the game, but it's not as fun when you're playing it. Um, do you think? I mean, it's like darker or heavier. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's heavier, yeah. That feels game. more like like Warfighters feels a lot more like a Tom Clancy novel. Like you're in it, there's insurgents. It's got it, photos someone betray of soldiers you. and stuff as well. So yeah. yeah, whereas this just feels a bit more like you know like a yeah so Saturday Saturday I, morning B movie. 
which is what, why I think it works. It is, and yeah. that's why I like it because it's it's a it's a I can, light. I can yeah, yeah, pretty good. Though. I would definitely play it again. I would. I'd, li- I'd like to see the other missions. Try out the other character combinations. I would recommend, yeah, and also like to see what more vehicles turn up. There was, um, so, there was an arm, yeah, an arm, <laughs> Well, there was an armored vehicle in one of the missions on the map, which didn't really interact with us, but maybe it would in another mission. I think it might just be a terrain image. Even so, it was pretty cool. <laughs> there was like there's lots of little um, like the environmental checks when you draw them. So there was a tank that would have um, blasted anyone that didn't couldn't spend an AP point and was wasn't hidden. Luckily, that was the only turn we were all in stealth. Maybe that was because two of us were dead. Yeah. Um, But it just keeps you on your toes. It keeps everything fresh. And I think you could play this game loads more before you start to get tired of it. And if you're playing with the right people, you'd never get tired of it because it's the sort of experience that you want. You know, it's... It feels like a lad's game, not being like sexist. It just is sort of like it just gets you very excited a about mate's war. Game. Yeah, if you want, if you want to play a game that glorifies war and violence, <laughs> V Commandos is the game to play. Remember, it's light though with the counter. <laughs> yeah, light war. Yeah, if you want to get really get into your war, get deep, then you know, play some. Andy in abyss. <laughs> um, uh, oh, um, memoir forty four. Never played it. That's well. That's Shame to say. super heavy. Is it? Yeah. I, thought it I think so. Light. I thought it was just play a card or something. Oh no! But there's like I think there's difficult decisions to make. We're gonna have to. Might have to you you find played it. a distant plane as well, so I mean. Oh that no, that was memoir forty four is heavy. Oh no, a distant plane is just like it doesn't even. Ca- <laughs> that's not a game. That's that's a political simulator of the highest <laughs> order. Actually, war. <laughs> a distant plane. You're actually managing. Um, Black, well, a, a black ops operation <laughs> going on in the, in America somewhere, and it's just being hushed up. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's a CIA recruitment tool. It's, you don't get much heavier than that. <laughs> so <laughs> went a bit off piece there. Um, have we got anything else to add for the commandos before we go? Anybody fancy another game? Yes, but don't tell Helen. <laughs> I, my tire was flat. <laughs> That's why I was late home. Sorry, Helen. Um, all right then. Well, there you have it. V Commando's really good fun. Would recommend from all of us around here, I think. I'm not trying to speak for everyone, but definitely speaking for everyone. Then go go buy it now. Um, thanks so much for listening again. And we'll be back with you soon. But just a quick reminder to get on iTunes and leave a nice review for us. Um, we've got a nice listener base and we'd like to try and build it by getting iTunes to say to people, podcasts are good and this one's a good one which, you know, hopefully <laughs> iTunes will pick better language to use. <laughs> and if you could give it that language by writing nice words, we'd be forever grateful. I'm going to go away and learn how to sell stuff. <laughs> Until next time. Are Bye-bye. we going to tease next week's podcast at all? Or just, uh, just no, because it means we'll have to do one. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's try and keep it, Harvey. <laughs> Until next time, whenever that might be, hopefully soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.